Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk about the best landing spots for the quarterback and running back prospects in the NFL draft. Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Emery Hunt. Emery, the draft is in about 72 hours from when we're starting, and it's all it's all starting to come into, into picture. You know, we know we have a pretty good idea of who's going to be the number one pick. The, the betting markets, interestingly, have moved quite sharply towards the likeliest outcome being a quarterback at the number two pick. So some interesting stuff going on. And, you know, we'll start with uh, the best landing spots and just the fits for these players. Bryce Young, Carolina. You know, we, we saw Frank Reich for five seasons in, Indian, in Indianapolis as the head coach. Now he's the head coach for the Carolina Panthers. What do you think of the fit there? Obviously, that's a team that, you know, still needs some help everywhere along the offense but you know especially at quarterback and wide receiver what do you expect to see there uh, you know I, i'm on the other side i don't feel like that's the best fit for bryce you know mm-hmm. when you look at the quarterbacks that's working within that room frank wright drop back passer you look at josh mccown good athleticism but primarily from the pocket you look at jim caldwell has worked with all pocket quarterbacks to me that fits cj stroud so i feel like stroud would be the best fit for Carolina, but if you're getting Bryce Young in Carolina, you're getting someone that can create all script, someone that has the ability to play well situationally. We saw that in an Auburn game in 2021 where he drove them down the field about 90 yards for the game-winning score, put it into uh, overtime. But I feel like Bryce Young would be a better fit in Houston as opposed to Carolina. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny if, you know, Bryce Young, it sounds like he's going to go to the Panthers. That's certainly what, what the general consensus is at this point. You know, CJ Stroud, you said he's more of a conventional pocket passer type. Does that fit in Houston? Would you rather see him go somewhere else, maybe slide a couple spots? I'd rather see him go number one to Carolina because mm-hmm. I'd rather see Bryce Young go to Houston. I feel like he gives them a little bit of that magic, a little bit of that, you know, dynamic play from the position that they had with the Sean Watson because he does a great job off script. I feel like when you think about um, D'Amico Ryans and the quarterbacks that he would not want to face. Bryce Young fits that mold. Anthony sure. Richardson fits that mold. So I feel like Bryce Young and Houston, which is a stable team, they they have a lot of talent on that roster, I feel like would be mm-hmm. a better fit for Houston um, as opposed to Stroud. But I feel like you can't really go wrong with either of my top three. And now, you know, we've got Anthony Richardson, I know, is in your top three. Will Levis is not. Uh, what kind of landing spot are you hoping for for Richardson? Is this a guy who you know, probably needs to sit for a little while. I know most people think the both these guys are, are more project types, but is that the kind of situation you think they need to land in? I think Richardson fits perfectly with Indianapolis because of Shane Steichen just coming over from working with Jalen Hurts. You look mm-hmm. at that offensive line, solid offensive line, great running back in Jonathan Taylor, and very good options in Michael Pittman Jr., Alec Pierce, the receivers, and your tight end Jelani Woods. I feel like with Richardson's skill set, 
it aligns perfectly with what they want to do offensively and what they should be able to do with the guy that's a plus one in the run game. Levis, to me, should go all the way down. I wouldn't take Levis in the first round, but mm-hmm. if I'm looking at the ideal fit for him, it'll probably be a team that would need a quarterback that could play right away because he's already at his ceiling. So I'm talking about a team maybe in the second round like the Raiders or the Vikings later if they decide mm-hmm. not to take one in the first round. I think those fits would be ideal for him because, again, he's 24 years old. He's already at a ceiling, and he's someone that can kind of stabilize the ship until you get a guy that's younger and better. All right, moving on to the running back position. I know Bijan Robinson's not your number one guy, but you know he's expected to be the first running back taken, I think. Is he the kind of back where scheme doesn't matter so much, especially for fantasy, or you know, does he need to land in the right offense? You know, I think that my top two backs are guys are, that are, you know, not scheme. They're scheme diverse. They're not mm-hmm. dependent on a certain scheme. And for Bijan, I look at Dallas obviously being a good option. If the Dolphins had a first round pick, I would say he could fit in uh, Miami perfectly as well. People are talking about Atlanta. I think that's a good fit, but not the best fit because of how they want to run the football. They need someone that's really good in gap scheme runs. And I feel like that's not Bijan's game. But I do like him in Dallas. I do like him potentially in Philly. I do like him also uh, a team. Let's say Miami try to jump back into the first round if they can uh, to get a Bijan Robinson. And that that mostly goes the same for Jameer Gibbs for you? Gibbs, to me, uh, selfishly, because of his explosiveness, and you want to see a track meet, Cincinnati could be a good spot. Sure. Dallas, obviously, but the, you know, you kind of will be replicating efforts of explosive speed guys, even yeah. though he's better than Tony Pollard. But I can understand why someone wants a change up there. Um, but I look at you look at Kansas City, you look at Philly, you look at Chicago with that offense that they're trying to run, I think would be great fits for someone like Jameer Gibbs. And then you've got Deuce Vaughn as your number three running back in this class. He's a smaller guy, five foot six, I think 176 pounds. Does he need to land in the right spot to to really spark? You know, is this more a situation where like he's a, a pass catching gadget back out of the backfield or does he have, you know, a three down opportunity? It depends. He really has to land to the right creative offensive coordinator. That's why selfishly, I kind of want him to go to Denver. Because mm-hmm. Sean Payton has experience in getting the best out of guys that everyone tends to think are too short, too small. I think he would fit ideal there. If the Chargers want to get rid of Austin Eckler, boom, you have a replacement right there in someone like uh, Deuce Vaughn that could pair up with a guy that you are already have on the roster. So I feel like he is more scheme dependent than anyone else that, I, that we've talked about. So that'll be interesting to watch for, you know, maybe heading into day two of the NFL draft. And that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about the best landing spots for the wide receivers and tight end prospects in this class. And make sure you head to footballgameplan.com slash 2023 draft guide to do your last minute research heading into the draft. Emory's covered every prospect you need to know. We'll see you tomorrow on FFT and five. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.